when Darren met me, I probably cussed him out. Be advised. Hey y'all, I'm Jen. I'm from Oakland and I'm an androgynous black lesbian feminist and a lover of all black people. This is Darren. I'm an asexual novelist, researcher, and bona fide comic book fanatic from the widest part of Southern California. Orange County. We're queer millennials with three kids and nearly 20 years of marriage. This is a podcast about the realities of blackness, adulting, and relationships. This is That Black Couple. I would like to say good morning, even though people may listen to this at any time of day. That works. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Hello. It's That Black Couple. We're teaching you about episode 35 right now. Petty politics. Rihanna, Kanye, and Ukraine. Mmm. They don't seem like they fit together. They don't, but they do. But they do. This whole episode is about petty politics. I hope you're ready. This is episode 35 of season three of That Black Couple. I would like for you to grab your salted caramel hot chocolate, uh, courtesy my best friend Bryce. I just went to Austin, and he made me hot chocolate every morning before I got out to bed. With water? No. Ooh. With milk. He, he made it, it on a stove. He made it on the stove. He made it on the stove. He didn't even microwave the milk. He would never microwave milk. For he's me. above that. Clearly, he is a Virgo, um, and he's yeah, he's above that. He's above that. He's a Virgo. Um, and, you know, we we vibe. And I just want to shout out Bryce. And Austin. Austin treated me well. I mean, it's in Texas, but, you know, every place has its havens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make another episode about that. We should make an episode about places that we like and dislike in the country. You we try- might lose viewers and <laughs> listeners. You woke up and you chose violence. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, this is Jen. This is Darren. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that BLK couple, on Facebook at that black couple, and look us up on our spiffy new website on the internets at www.thatblackcouple.com. And of course, you can stream us everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. That means Apple Podcasts. That means Spotify, which we'll be talking about later. That means SoundCloud. That means Google Podcasts. Stitcher. Like I said, everywhere you find your favorite podcast, you can find us. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Get us started, Darren. All right. Let's 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 jump into this. Um, you know, I, I like when we do these rundown episodes because we get to start off just by kind of saying what's been on our mind. What's kind yes, of sir. been something that's that's just been omnipresent for yes, us. Sir. And for me, it's been music. It tends to be music a lot because mm-hmm. I like the arts. You do. Um, but for me, it has been music and two songs in particular. The first one is a new song out. It, I think it just came out like maybe a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's PJ Morton uh, and JoJo. The illustrious, incomparable JoJo. And it's, and it's also featuring um, Mr., uh, Mr. Talkbox. And the song is called My Peace. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it fits the moment. It does. Like, I'm going to read the lyrics to the, to the, uh, to the chorus. Okay. It says, because I'm done. If you're trying to take away my peace, I'm done. If you got bad energy, Ooh. I'm done. Mm. If you're trying to take away my peace, I'm done. And I just feel like that's, that's where we all need to be. Especially I, in light of the last episode that listen, we did. Listen, I was going to say. 
Hey, hey, we should just play that. Oh, we don't have the rights to that song. No, we don't. No rights to it. Well, no but, rights you, to but you can find it on but you stream, find it, streaming yeah, platforms. On Spotify. Where you're listening to us, you can probably find that song. You, I'm sure you can. Absolutely. <laughs> but like I said, I, I love that song because it really just fits. the. I feel like it fits the moment. It fits the way I think everyone should be walking in 2022. Mm-hmm. If something is coming against you, if it don't feel right, if if people don't vibrate at the right energy, yep. if they got negativity, yep. if they're talking down to you, if they yep. doing anything to, to to pull you down, yep. just know you can say, I'm done. You can walk the fuck and, away. And, and go a different direction. It don't matter who they are. It, it really... You are not obligated. You're not obligated to anybody but yourself. Amen. 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 That's the Bible. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's so crazy. Um, the the other song that I, that I've been listening to, and this one I've, I've actually kind of had it on repeat. And it's a song by um, a singer out of the UK. His name is Sam Henshaw. Is he white? He's not white. He's black. What? He's black. Black. Okay. Okay. Um, and he he just put out a new album, which I recommend. There's a song on there called uh, "Chicken Wings." That's all about like. When your heart wants chicken wings, you got to go get some chicken wings. Interesting. So that just tells you the kind of person that this I is. I have questions. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it offline. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> do they have chicken wings in the... Oh, they, uh, of course they do. Do they taste like ours? I don't know. I haven't been there to taste test it. Do they but, have hot sauce in their bag swag? Um, I, I believe... He, yeah, he talks about hot sauce and he talks about sweet tea in the song. Well, so, all right. Hey, okay, Sam. You know, the diaspora. Okay, diaspora. Is strong. Kick it. But this song, Joy, it's just really all about... Finding joy, no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on in your, in your life, no matter what what is happening, that you can still find joy. And that that to me, like I said, just goes hand in hand with with um, the other song that I talked about, because it's like, just find your joy. Yeah. Like, like kick all the negativity to the curb and just center on your joy. Chicken wings bring me joy. Yeah. And, and when your heart wants what it wants, mm-hmm. go get them chicken wings. I have some good chicken wings in Austin. See? Okay, let me stop talking about Austin. <laughs> I'm telling you, I ate my way through that whole city, okay? I ate so many donuts. That's uh, one thing Texas has going for it. The food is good. The food is so good. The food is so good. And when the you politics live, so-so. When you live in, in, in upstate New York, uh, damn near Canada, and you hit somewhere that got seasoning, things just hit different. Uh, Your body just reacts differently. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what they were just talking about in our new favorite show. I know. Okay, so... Also, courtesy of my best friend, Bryce, okay, he said, listen, Jen, I know you don't like shows. I done told y'all on here before I don't like shows. He was like, but trust me, you got to watch Bel Air. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I grew up watching Fresh Prince and no one's going to be Will Smith ever again. Oh, my God. He was like, girl, sit down and watch this show. And I trust this man. He's he's a Virgo, like I said. And also, he's recommended amazing shows to me before. He recommended Run the World to me. He told me to watch Power. So I'm like, okay. You know, he knows what he's doing. When I tell you that Bel Air is excellent television watching, there's something very special about watching Black shows that are written by Black people and you know that they've always been Black. Mm. Those types of shows hit different, especially when you see these shows and they are also asking questions of class. Because unfortunately, uh, <clears throat> in this era of um, Kenya verse, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dropping the link to that episode in the show notes you know, as well. <laughs> you know, with all these ish shows, mixed ish, black, blackish, class ish, I don't know what they are, but. 
light-skinned-ish, college-ish, biracial-ish, melanated-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are. Wow. Whatever they are, I don't watch them. Um, but, you know, having watched Blackish for as long as I did and tolerated um, the, the, the narratives around blackness that were really speaking to white people, mm-hmm. it's very refreshing to watch a show that is clearly made for us and by us. Even when it's still asking questions about the black middle class and the comp- the complexity of what it means to be uh, someone who, for instance, went to an HBCU or uh, pledged a black fraternity or sorority and is now moving in circles that are predominantly white, living in an area like Bel Air, which, if you don't know, is an actual gated city. Within... Beverly Hills. Right. It's not even a gated neighborhood. The whole town is behind a gate. Right. You know, and so I think that I've really enjoyed watching it because, A, you know, we all love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, we all love that fucking show. Okay, let's not play. That's one of the greatest shows of all black time. Black time is different from from time. It, it runs different. It runs different. It hits different, too. It hits different. Okay? We transcend normal time. Yes. Black time. So, Fresh Prince, Family Matters, Martin, you know, they are problematic. Okay? Living single. They have their issues. Right? But these are part of black time and black culture. And I will argue that Bel Air um, is a beautiful uh, reimagining of a show that I would think was untouchable. Yes. I would Honestly, really think it was. I was mad when they said they're making the show. I was like, why are they doing this? I was pissed in advance. I just, was like, just make a different show and, and don't call right. it Bel Air. No, but this this shit hit different. And the nostalgia of watching this young man who is doing an excellent job. I'm not going to say nothing. I don't want to ruin it for nobody. I want everybody to raw dog this show like I did. I want you to come in. Don't look at no previews. Don't read no information. Just sit and enjoy the show. It is, I will tell you, y'all, you came home, mm-hmm. told me it was good. Mm-hmm. I was still skeptical. Darren was like, girl, shut up. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I believe you. Like, I watched Power, but I also hated Power, mm-hmm. so I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. And I will tell you, within the first five minutes Hooked. of Bel Air, I was like, oh, I'm all the Hooked. way in. And let's talk about the skin. Let's talk oh. about how well shot it is. Listen. Let's talk about the beauty of the lighting. This is something that we understood when we were watching Insecure, watching Queen Sugar, that when you have black folks on the production, when you have black folks behind the scenes, they know how to shoot us right. They know how to style us. They know how to put the right clothes on our bodies. Oh. They know the right hairstyles can, can for us. Can we talk about the wardrobe on this show? Nega. Nega. They look so expensive. And, that, and you know what? You dropped it. it. To me, it's like Insecure. But it's like they took all the lessons from Insecure and said, and they said, "Watch me work." Ya, let me upgrade I mean, ya. My God, um, I love it. I love it too. Okay, <laughs> next segment. This podcast is supported by generous donations from our patrons and listeners. Become a supporter today by heading to www.patreon.com/slash/colorcombosmedia. You can stream the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. When you listen, please consider hitting that heart button, sharing, giving us a five-star rating, and leaving some dope comments. This helps us with our paid drinkings and gets more listeners for the show. Thank you so much. All right. So 
this is segment two. Let's get into the conversation because I do have some things I need to talk about. We got to talk about it. This is the petty politics episode. We started off all nice and sweet talking about our favorite shit, but now I need to drag some people. Go ahead. I'm okay. ready. So let's start with Kim and Kanye. I know. Take a deep breath. And you know what? It's not even really Kim. And I and 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 I hate that, right? Okay, so let's talk about this. <laughs> That's so, the thing. <laughs> I feel like with with Kim and Kanye for the longest time, it, everyone was like Kim, 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 bro, Kim, Kim, and now we're like, damn it, it's Kanye, right? Now let's 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 give some context and some clarity around this. We know that Kanye has struggled with mental health issues and has been working through what it means to be a public person, um, a black man who's publicly lost his mother, um, and also has has dealt with uh, whatever his diagnoses are, which we do not actually have a definitive statement on. We don't know what his life is like behind closed doors. Okay, so I want to give that context first. Yeah. Black men and, and mental health, black men and masculinity, black men and classism. He is working through a whole host of issues. Okay, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like those things don't matter. They absolutely fucking matter. Okay. However, okay. However, howsoever, howsoever. Okay, that does not give anyone the right, the room, the capacity the opportunity to harass the mother of the fucking children. Nope. Okay. And so what we've been watching, you know, in recent weeks, uh, Kanye is literally taking every moment that he's on stage. Um, he's using social media. He is releasing text messages. He is having public conversations about, uh, Kim Kardashian and his, his previous relationship with her. He's now trolling, um, her current, uh, partners and potential partners like Pete Davidson, who, no one ever needs to troll Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, boom, boom. I mean, he's very successful. He's making a lot of money. He's doing ads for water now. Bro. But like. Pete Davidson. Know, he trolls himself. So you, you can just leave him alone. I think Pete Davidson has. But but I mean, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this is this is a white man with a lot of. Is privilege. he white? He's white. He's whitey white from, okay. from Staten Island. He got a lot now of money. Now I gotta Google Pete Davidson. Got and, a lot and see, this is the thing. This is why. This is why I'm upset with Kanye because he's making me do things I don't want to do. <laughs> I have to Google Pete Davidson now, and I have to defend Kim Kardashian because here's the thing. Whether or not we like Kim Kardashian, right? Because we know that she is highly problematic. We know that she has taken pictures of herself to emulate black women. And she continues to do this. Her whole family seems to want to just troll black women writ large. That's what they want to do. I don't know why they want to do it, but they want to do it. Um, They're obsessed with sleeping with prominent and public black men and parading around their multiracial children. You know, they, they exaggerate black women's features with the lips and the cheeks and the booties and the breasts. And then if you Google old pictures of them, they look nothing like they look today, which I sometimes wonder about because when these men have children with them, do they expect them to look like the current versions or the previous versions? I think versions? they know better because all, if you remember, all these people are in entertainment. They're all Hollywood people. That's valid. Most of the people they date don't look like themselves. That's valid. They know that. That's valid. So here's the thing. You can say all of those things. This is the thing. We're going to be completely honest on this episode. As we do on every episode, all those things are true. And if you dislike the Kardashians for those reasons, hey, listen, that's valid. That's keep, valid. Keep on doing it. Keep okay. the same energy. But what is also true is that no one deserves to be terrorized. No one deserves to be stalked. 
No one deserves to be doxxed, harassed, harangued, especially not by someone who they had an intimate partnership with, who they have parented children with, who they are co-parenting with, who has access to all the details of their life and the intimate ways that they've moved. That is a form of violence violation. that we do not talk about enough. And when attractive, uh, well-connected, well-moneyed men do it, we make it seem like, oh, he just wants her back. Oh, it's no big deal. Like, you know, she should know because, you know, she's a celebrity. This is her life. No, girl. No. Like, we have to stop condoning these forms of escalation because they can get worse. They This man probably has passcodes, access. He probably knows where her camera. You see what I'm saying? He knows the layout of her mm-hmm. life. And and he has money, right? Mm-hmm. So the things, the things that he has access to you know, feasibly to actually be able to enact is not the same that, you know, regular walking down the street person can do. There's a lot of things that if, if he were pushed, if he were in a really bad mental space, if he were having a really down moment in his life, there's a lot of things that he could reason reasonably do and, and, and not have trouble accomplishing. Right. And here's my issue is like when Kanye, who I would argue is one of the best rappers of all time, He's he's top ten. I'm not I'm not gonna have the conversation here. I'm no gonna, no no top ten. Hey, I mean hey, I, I'm like I said I'm not, I'm not gonna you say disagree? I'm not gonna say I agree or disagree. No no you have to say I'm just top ten. I'm not saying top five. He's not Nas, Biggie, Tupac. Yeah, we're definitely not a top five. He's not even Jay Z. I, I, my thing with Kanye is I argue he's a much better producer than a rapper. Absolutely, but you so, have to admit that he he there's something about the culture that he produced. To, yeah. the, to, between the 2000s and the 2015 era that we can never have again because only he could produce it. That's fair. Okay. Let's just say that then. We'll, we'll, we'll stop okay. it there. <laughs> but what I'll say is that his musical genius, right, is now fixated on his relationship, his his, his diminishing relationship with Kim, Kim Kardashian. He's on the stage talking about how much he, he feels bad about himself and how he's estranged from his children and talking about her actual personal life. You know, like he's making an album that is essentially going to be selling copies because of his divorce. Yes. <laughs> this is ugly. It's very ugly. This is ugly. And, the, and like you said, like Kim Kardashian is someone I'm not in the business of defending. Mm-hmm. And I will say, we, we talked about this on the podcast like years ago when they got together and we we're like, oh my God, here we go. Kim Kardashian Bro. doing this shit Bro. again. But one thing I will say is she really did kind of change my mind over the course of their relationship because we all saw there was a point where Kanye was not doing well. Correct. He was doing some really wild Correct. shit when he was running for president, when he was doing all manner of shit that was completely illogical and didn't make sense. And the way I watched her move yeah, to me was not from a place of, of self-preservation. No. It wasn't from a place of how do I capitalize on this? Yeah. It was actually from a place of how do I manage and care for this person that that I love for and and these babies and these babies and yes. right and that to me yeah really made me change my mind on right. her right now and listen we can talk about her in mass incarceration let's not talk about her in I'm not bringing that in okay but, cool but I'm just saying her in relationship to Kanye I remember thinking this is another money grab from her yes. another you know high profile let me be on the tablet I, I, I as well but then at one, at one point I realized she's being a whole grown ass adult person here can we talk about that. Can we talk about how difficult it is for us when we have to sit here and say that Kim Kardashian is the adult in the relationship? It's very tough. It's awkward. But but she did it. She did. And she's doing it. And I have to say 
that I really wish people would pay more attention to what Kanye West is doing. He needs more people. I don't understand who's around him. He's needed more people for the last five years at least. I don't understand why we are sitting here experiencing this public breakdown of his life in the ways that we are experiencing it. And we saw this with people before. Robin Thicke did this. Mm-hmm. Lamar Odom did this, right? Yeah. There's all these examples where we see men, very prominent men. And I'm like, where are your people? And I have to believe, I have to believe they have other men around them. Mm-hmm. Other men who are like, hey, that's just my boy. That's just how he is, right? Like, no, this is not what we need right now. What we need right now is some tough conversations. We need some interventions. We need some scaffolding. We need some professionals. We need people who can be adults and be like, hey, friend, hey, friend, put your fucking phone down. Lock that nigga out of his Twitter. Don't let him walk on the stage. Why are he going on the stage and sitting here talking about his children? Those I, poor babies. But I think this is what happens is you have these people with, with this fame and this platform, and then you have people around them, and then their livelihood is dependent upon this person. Yep. And so for them to be protective and, and, and loving and supportive of, you know, their purported friend mm-hmm. means that they are technically undermining their own livelihood. And that's a, that's a form of violent codependency yes. that creates a, a relationship to patriarchy that encourages this type of behavior. So all I'm saying is, y'all, don't laugh at this Kanye shit and don't think that Kimberly deserves it. Oh, I just called her Kimberly. Don't I know she I'm over here here, uh, making this bitch all perfect. She's not okay. Don't do this. You know, don't don't think that Kim deserves it because of what Kanye is to us musically. That's not a good enough explanation. Yeah, not and (laughs) to talk about a lighter issue, bro. (laughs) I now want to talk about Ukraine, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) Now listen. I don't like to get really deep into politics mm-hmm. because honestly, it just makes my head hurt. Same. Um, I will say I have I have a politics um, ethos. What I, what I like to do is I like to turn on politics TV around like eight, nine, or ten p.m. Uh-uh. Tell them the truth. No, I'm 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 gonna I'm go the, all the way. Oh, yeah, you better tell I the like truth. I like to turn it on. Mm-hmm. I like I like to start at MSNBC mm-hmm. because MSNBC unfortunately seems like the most grown up adult. Like news outlet, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. at least in the evening, where they're like, let's talk about what actually really matters and what's yes. going on. But like, yes. usually that's what MSNBC is doing. Yes. Then what I like to do is I like to switch to to CNN because mm-hmm. CNN is usually covering the, like the the big like Poor drama. Like like if there's yeah if, if there's a, a trial, if there's a case, if if there's a viral video, like, CNN got it covered, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me see what's going on there. And then last, what I like to do is I like to check in on Fox News. Girl, good night. Because what I like to I like to see the counterpoint. I like to see when all the adults, when all the people that like really care about like normal shit and like making sure we survive are talking about certain things. I want to see what Fox <laughs> making News is talking sure about. Making sure we survive. Real talk. Because I, I'm like, let me see what let me see what Fox News is saying. Because I want to see what the other people are thinking and, and what their vantage point is. Yes. And I mean, I can watch maybe two, three minutes, and I'm like, I'm out. I can't. I literally hear it happening, and I make sure not to come in the room. I mean, it's. It's, it's, it's my insides no. want to turn inside out. You so know? what is happening in Ukraine, Darren? So what's happening in Ukraine? What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to link to a video. There's, um, there's a black girl on TikTok and I, t- on TikTok, her handle is I am legally hype. And when I watched her video, I was like, I'm going to link to this, this video yeah. because she did the best rundown 
of okay. Ukraine okay. of like where we started, how we got here, what the problems are, and she she did it in a way that is understandable, especially to Black folks because she it. because she used Black vernacular. I love that. Okay, it's I love amazing. That. I love I'm, li- that. I'm a link to it. But mm-hmm. basically, there's a ship popping off in Ukraine. Ukraine has a lot of history because it's linked to Russia. Yep. And, you know, if you if you remember, Soviet Union was a thing. Soviet yes, Union got busted up and made a whole bunch of countries. A lot of them countries ain't even here anymore. No Ukraine is one of them that is still here. Russia wants to take it over. And now we have this whole big fight over Ukraine because Ukraine is trying to more ally itself with the West, which Russia seems, sees as a threat because it's right on Russia's doorstep. Mm. So that's like the really short version of what's mm-hmm. going on in Ukraine. Now we've done sanction the asses on all types of levels. Um, Russia has basically taken over two sections of Ukraine because mm-hmm. those sections just, I guess, deem themselves independent. Mm-hmm. And Russia said, cool, that means you're ours. And they just rolled their tanks in there. Um, and so now it honestly, it looks like it's about to be another world war. And I think, Jesus. and that's, a, that's why I wanted to talk about it on here because I feel like the world has been so bonkers for so long. Yes, I sir. think we are very desensitized to a lot of stuff, yes, sir. but this legit has the makings of an actual real world war. Mm. Like whenever like smart people that know this stuff are talking about it, they're like, we haven't seen shit like this since World War II. Like, uh, that's that's the level and the gravity of this. And I know Ukraine is far away, and a lot of people don't know what the fuck like, Ukraine is. Like, where is it is. on the map? I don't know. Like, like, and I get it, and you don't hey, have to know. Also, just so we know, I'm also people. I don't know where the fuck Ukraine and, is on and the that's, map. Hey, and you don't have to know. I don't. To be honest, I don't think it's important that we all I'm know I'm going to Google it after like this conversation. You know, we don't, we don't have to know all the details. I think what we need to know is that it's very important this yeah. is happening. And like I, you know, touched on a little bit earlier, I like to touch on the Fox News to see what's happening. Um, I did that last night, and what has now happened is Trump and some people on Fox News are basically championing Putin going in and taking over another country. They're also relating that to immigrants coming into America (sighs) and saying, for some reason, it's okay for Americans to say we can have immigrants come in, but it's not okay for Russia to take over a whole country. you got to stop watching Fox News. No, I, I got to watch it because I got to understand the, oh, love, the level oh. of delusion, right? Charlie. And then I will say really quickly, that's why I like to watch Fox News. And I actually do recommend everyone watch like two minutes of Fox News a day. Why are you recommending listen, it on our podcast? Listen, I, recommend, <laughs> I recommend that people do it. And here's why. Because you have to understand the level of delusion of the people you were walking out on the street with. Okay, okay, okay. You have that, to know your enemy. Okay, that I agree. Charles Mills told us, he said, you know what, we have to understand this this peculiar, uh, uh, what do you call it? The peculiar tribe, the white tribe, because we have to understand their violence. So yeah. I will take you up on that as, as a political philosopher and theorist. I will say, yes, we have to understand them. And, and I said I said two minutes every day. It don't got to be every day. It can be like two minutes a week. It's Bitch. probably enough. Because the way my understand. body is set up, the way my... My, the way my beating white people ass is set up. Yeah. To- but that's what I'm saying. Take your time. Do some research on Ukraine. See what's going on there. Understand it. Share it with your friends. It's actually important that we know. Cool. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's let's move on to um, more black-focused topics. Okay. Let's talk about Rihanna. You know, okay. So, I'm going a, I'm to a expose myself right now. Sure. This is a vulnerable space. This is a safe space. This is that's what this podcast this is. This is a brave space. Yes. Okay. I have not always been a Rihanna fan. 
That's I haven't either. I wasn't an early adopter. I said, you know, I want to see how this technology does on the market. See what happens with it. I liked Ponder Replay. I didn't like Ponder Replay. No, I liked it, but like, like it was cute and all. Nope. But like, I was like, that's gonna be it for her. Yeah, we we knew each other then, and we were like, hey, (laughs) that's it for this child. And you know, when she started sticking, um, I felt the way. But then Umbrella came out, and I was like, oh, and I started to see it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like what happened with Beyonce too. I was like, I don't know. I mean, she just light skin. I don't know. Light skin from Houston don't really do nothing. And then she went solo. You know, it's funny because I was listening to, to Destiny's Child on the radio the other day. Yeah. And I was like, Beyonce, wow. She, she was really being held back. She really just wasn't her full she self. She wasn't her full self. No, no one could have seen it And coming. I would have never said that back then. But now I'm like, wow. Yeah. So anyway, I say all that to say. Oh, and that's me saying I wasn't always a Beyonce fan either. Which is which? You know, it's a safe thing to say. Now, it, Beehive and Re- you're a fan now. Beehive and Rehive or whatever they're called, <laughs> Fint Fenty Hive, <laughs> House of Fenty, <laughs> whoever y'all are, do not come Rehana after them. us. Them. Right? I'm not saying yeah, pun them, Rihanna's. I'm not saying anything negative about either one of these women right now. Actually, I'm a big fan of both of them now i'm just saying i was not an early adopter i was a, i was highly critical and listen you spent enough money on fenty makeup that i have so me, much i'm wearing it right now yes so i'm wearing it's it constantly fine. it's fine so my point in saying that was to say i am now talking about a story that concerns her and is in defense of her so y'all should read that as this is not just a fan of hers right this is a person who has been critical of her over a long career of being critical of rihanna Okay. It's, been, it's been a journey. And you know, anybody who's been listening to this podcast for longer than mm, half an episode knows I don't never care for no light-skinned person. No. There's no light-skinned person <laughs> I have ever cared for. They got to work so fucking hard. Y'all better listen to these older episodes. I'm telling you right I, now. I, it's just, I don't know. It's how my body's set up. Anyway. So. Rihanna announced a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm happy for her. Um, this is a beautiful thing. People had thought she would get pregnant by Drake. Um, people thought that she would get pregnant by who she didn't have to Drake. There was some, wasn't there no, some no, no. like billionaire? No, or before the billionaire. There was another one. There, there was, was another one. Else. Yeah. Wasn't there another one? We don't she, talk about the first one ever. Fuck that nigga. He don't count. He can kick rocks. He can step on Legos for the rest of his life. Every Lego. Every Lego. I want him right to in fall crux, into crux a, crux I want him foot. to fall into a room full of Legos where the floor underneath the first layer of Legos is just cement. <laughs> So there's no gift. There's no gift. No gift. There's no gift. <laughs> it's not like you led into a nice soft pool of Legos. This is, ah. That's it. It's sharp Legos. I'm sorry. I've been smoking. And this kicked in. It's, it's fully settled. So yes. all I'm saying is, I don't remember. I thought there was someone between Drake because Drake was super corny. And we were like, oh my God, please don't do this. And then she stopped. And we were like, oh, thank you. We let out a collective sigh of relief. I just remember the the white billionaire dude because everyone's like, "What's going on?" Brianna? He wasn't white. Wasn't he Middle Eastern? He was. He was. He was non-black. He was non-black, and, it was, and he was beautiful. I just remember everyone being like, "Hey, Rihanna done, done said I'm now, going I'm gonna be for honest, the coin." I put. I put my. I did put my bet on him for the baby. I did too. I put my bet on him for the baby. I thought it was a Janet Jackson situation. Yeah, I thought it was a Janet Jackson situation, and I, I thought that she was on a different thing. Like I think she was. I thought she was like, you know what. <laughs> 
I am fucking rich, bitch. Yes. <laughs> like, you know how Serena went and married somebody and we were like, who's that scrub? And then we saw his bank statements and we was like, never mind. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you know, like, like, like when Sarah, Sarah was like, you know, yeah, I like rappers. And then she's like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like they do this. Like, they, wait, is it Sierra or Sierra? Sierra. Why does she pronounce it that way? Air. Because she black. Why have I been calling this woman Sierra for so many years and never asked remember, that remember question? Remember, Jessica was like Sierra. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm saying I've been calling her Sierra, but now that I'm high, you know, it breaks the barrier between like other ways of thinking, and you start thinking more like not intellectually, more expansively. Yeah, I don't know what the description is for like can intellectually. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a free association. It's, yeah. It's, it's. It's the cannabis does something to the brand sales, and you start thinking about stuff differently. Yeah. And I'm like, her name is Sierra. Anyway, back to Rihanna. So Rihanna gets pregnant by ASAP Rocky, right? Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky. ASAP. No judgment at all. Do what you want to, girl. The point of this story is people were upset that Rihanna got pregnant. They were like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She got pregnant. We're not going to get no music. Oh, we're not going to get no tours. Oh, we're not going to get no more fashion job. Mm. People went to the internet and had the nerve to say after after a woman who has been in a publicly violent relationship um, and has reclaimed a lot of her life and her story from that experience and built an empire um, outside of the thing we were introduced to her for. Um, And she's now uh, diversified across markets and has specials airing on cable stations. And the first thing that they say is, damn, I want my MP3 to be popping. And oh my gosh, my Amazon music about to be not too lit because I ain't got no Rihanna. Bitch, I will punch you. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? People are selfish. It bothers me so much when black women have moments that are supposed to be celebrated that are supposed to be about joy and accolades and recognition. And the first thing people say to them is like, oh no, I can't extract any more labor out of you. And that's sad. Rihanna is not a mule. This is, and that's the thing, it's Rihanna. Rihanna. She is not a mule. And people did this with Serena too. Oh my gosh, she got pregnant. Will she be the goat? Bitch, she showed y'all niggas, didn't she? <laughs> she said, she said, bounce back body. I, this is a new thing. <laughs> I'm the goat. <laughs> I'm the goat cubed. <laughs> like Beyonce, same thing. When she got pregnant the first time, people were like, oh my God, what's going to happen? She dropped fucking lemonade. Mm-hmm. Didn't care. Had two more babies. Didn't care. Like she just keeps doing this. And I think that part of what bothers me about it is like it breeds this cycle where I think that sometimes black women feel the need to be better, stronger, more agile, um, more um, outwardly successful so that when they do normal things, like decide to have a family, normal things like decide to get married or um, change careers or whatever it might be, they have to, they have to play it in such a way, right? Um, to appease other people's expectations. Yeah. And it's not right. And I, I, the one thing I will say that I do like about it is I feel like all those examples you just listed were people that took ownership of their lives. Yeah. And they said, I'm going to do what I want to do on my time. Yeah. On my schedule. Yeah. 
and you will wait for it and you'll enjoy it. I love that. And thank me when they I choose. They said, you're going to kiss the feet, baby. Yes. And then kiss the ring. <laughs> I love that. I love that. There are so many black women. I feel, I feel the same way when I look at Gabrielle Union because she had that baby, that perfect child, Kavia. Kavia is a perfect baby. Mm-hmm. She's a perfect baby. She's perfect. I don't know this child, but I know she's perfect. <laughs> and Gabrielle Union is losing her best life. She's just living her life. Playing with her daughter, styling her hair, making cute videos, and having radiant, moisturized skin. And she got she got a movie coming out too. Listen, she did she did cheaper by the dozen with she's Zach Braff. She's doing movies. She's producing things. You know, she's she's writing. She's interacting with like really well, at least from what I know, really well known activists who are doing actual work on behalf of Black and queer people. So my point being here, right, is that you know I'm happy that Black women, especially prominent Black women, who typically are seen as belonging to their fans, belonging to their consumers, belonging to their, you know, entertainment production companies or whatever, you know, they are setting boundaries for themselves and saying, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to have children or I want to, you know, diversify. I want to move into other parts of the business that people have not seen women in before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing it even, you know, despite the fact that they're fans, maybe the very people who are trying to limit them I maybe mean, the ones who are trying to simply make them one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy for Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard being a black mom in the U.S. or anywhere, you know? Terribly difficult. I'm happy for her. I'm rooting for her. And I wish more people would do that before they start talking about her next album. You can find my mom and dad, a.k.a. That Black Couple, on the web at thatblackcouple.com. That Black Couple is owned and operated by Color Combos Media. If you would like to help fund our content, sign up at www patreon.com slash color combos video please consider giving us five or ten dollars per month to help us build our platform and grow our organization you can also give one-time donations at www.paypal.me slash color combos media all donations are welcome all right so we're at the final segment for the podcast episode and that means we're doing what we're doing what's next <laughs> why are you laughing you are so high whatever <laughs> it's just funny because we record this episode and the arc is just like i know i just see your high just that's what that, up, that's up, what up, that up, good up. good that's what that good good <laughs> okay so next month march women's history month um we want to make sure that just like in black history month that we featured um you know folks and stories that were relevant to what folks are living through today so what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about women who have affected us in some way. For me, I will be focusing on activists, writers, authoresses, um, folks like Audre Lorde, folks like Bell Hooks, um, folks, honestly, also like Grace Jones. Grace Jones, if anybody knows, that's my androgynous hero. Um, and as I tell everyone, I'm second to only Grace Jones. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's what the month will be about. Darren, who are you focusing on? I want to focus specifically on black women writers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many out there. They're doing amazing work. Um, and that includes people like Bell Hooks, um, like we just talked about. That also includes people like Nidia Korafor, which mm. we featured on the podcast before. Have. But also new writers uh, like Zakia Harris. Um, she's also an alum of my school, the new school. Hey. <laughs> um, and she wrote this book called The Other Black Girl, which is just killing it. It's it, doing so well. It's blowing everyone's minds. Um, I recommend everyone read it because she's brilliant. The book's brilliant. And I just want to, you know, shine a light on, on these women and the amazing work that they do. I like that. 
So here's one thing I want to add before we close out the episode. I know you've been paying attention to all the stuff happening on Spotify. It's a big deal. We have to talk about racism and music and entertainment. And when stars and celebrities actually stand up and do something about it, that's important shit. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into a big history lesson. I just did a little short one on UK. I'm not going to do it again with with what's happening on Spotify, but really quickly, um, there are a lot of artists that are now boycotting Spotify mm-hmm. because of Joe Rogan, who, yes, which is the number one podcast on Spotify, and his history of saying really terrible things, whether it's repeatedly using... Including the word nigga. Yeah, repeatedly using the word nigga, yeah. re- um, repeatedly going on air and basically spreading misinformation about COVID, telling yeah. people to, to get re- really ridiculous drugs, telling young people to just not get vaccinated, all types of stuff. Um and I just want to say we need to continue to, to support these artists that are doing this boycott. One of the biggest ones, one of my favorites, mm. India Ari is a monthly yeah. member. So find ways to to stream and support their work on other platforms in the yeah. meantime. Um, yeah, and just and just keep doing you know the good work in the streets and be safe out there, y'all. We have a Ukraine Russia crisis. It's a big deal. Pay attention. Watch the news. Read these articles. They actually are saying something important. And also when it comes to the Spotify thing, like it's, it's bigger than that. I hope people are actually reading about it and learning. Oh, and mass mandates are, list, are lifting this week as well. Yes, they are. Yeah. So wash your hands. All right. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Thank y'all for listening. Before you go, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that BLK couple on Facebook at that black couple and look us up on the internet at www.thatblackcouple.com. Bye.